we gotta stop accusing The Little Mermaid of being woke. It is the most anti-woke Disney character of all time. I'll explain. Sit down. It's too late with Chris Devon. Episode 22. Episode 22. That's ridiculous. I remember saying back in episode one or episode two when this podcast was, you know, really bad, like really rough, didn't know what I was doing. I was like, oh, it'll all be it'll all be sorted by the time I get to episode 48. It'll all be sorted and it'll be really, really good. And I've just realised I'm halfway there and I still don't know what I'm doing. So um, if you're still with me, thank you so much. Um, but we're going to get into this uh, Little Mermaid thing because, um, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the newest kind of live uh, action adaptation of Disney classics and... You know, like we had them all on VHS growing up and DVD and all that. And it's like you see all these new versions and instantly you feel a little bit defensive, like, ah, change. Uh. But then, of course, you get, you know, that sort of certain group of people that are like, they see anything new and they go, bloody woke crap. Um, and they've, they've, come for, they've come for the mermaids. <laughs> okay. Because, I don't know, because of the casting or what, whatever, right? It's calling it woke and all this. Um, it, it's not. It's it's not woke. If you think about it, if you actually think about it for just five minutes, it's anti-woke. So, um, you know, <laughs> settle in because um, we are going to have some disturbing, unsettling conversations about Disney's latest movie. Okay. It's an awful, awful podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, I am Chris Devon, uh, voice actor, comedian, uh, content creator, writer type person. I just make crap, put it on the internet and hope for the best. Haven't got a jacuzzi yet, so I'm still going. All right, youtube.com slash Chris Devon. Uh, the podcast is also on Spotify as well. You can listen to it. You can you can, you can can watch it if you want. There's, there's some, some other videos and sketches coming up as well. It's just a mishmash of all different stuff that I'm up to and, and, uh, and, 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 and you know, woke drivel about Disney. Um, that is what we're talking about this week because mermaids aren't woke. Mermaids are anti-woke. Mermaids are extremely right-wing if you just think about it for a minute. And I've been using my noggin for once. And I've got some interesting points to make about this, right? Look at the mermaid for one second. The mermaid is intrinsically anti-female. Do you know what they did? The inventors of the mermaid, right? The mermaid committee of 1642. They took a woman, they looked at a woman's body and they went, no, absolutely not. Everything from the waist down, get rid. We don't want it. No, none of that nonsense. None of that reproductive nonsense. We don't want any of that time of the month stuff going on down there. I do not want them getting pregnant. What? How do they use the toilet? Not my concern. <laughs> they should be taking toilet breaks anyway. They're not paid enough. Right? So, so straight away, you're looking at something that is like anti-female because they've gone, see you later. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then what did they do? After they got rid of the bottom half, they went, what do we put there instead? You know what? Give me a good clean fish. <laughs> Give me half a bastard fish. Stick a salmon's arse on her. Um, again, brutal, evil thing to do, right? Um, and if you if you think about fish for a minute, easily the most right-wing animal in the entire animal kingdom, right? They live in the sea, which is arguably the most right-wing thing in the universe. It takes up two-thirds of the planet's surface. 
and has one fish ever said thank you. Entitled. The mermaid as a, as a, as a, as a concept. Horrendously right wing. Cruelly so. So you just think about that for a minute next time you're watching it, singing along. Poor girl can't use the bug. It's horrible. But there are some great positives to come from The Little Mermaid now being a live action show because as you observe the new representation of these iconic characters, you can think to yourself, I reckon I could eat that. This is like a like a tasting menu that we're going to do now. We're going to we're going to run through the sort of top Little Mermaid characters I'd most want to eat and how I'd eat them. It's really nice stuff. Listen, Ariel the Mermaid, right? I'm thinking the Little Mermaid, Ariel herself, Ariel, pan fried with ginger, chili and topped with spring onions. Tell me that ain't good. Tell me that ain't going to work. Her best friend, Flounder. I want Flounder in, in 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 a tangy but creamy lemon butter sauce, okay, topped with, with Parmesan shavings, yeah? Don't come at me in the comments saying, you can't have cheese with fish. If you've ever had a tuna melt from Subway, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah? Sebastian, now I'm a big shellfish guy. Oh, a simple garlic and herb butter. You don't need much more than that with Sebastian because mm, you just get a bit of garlic, a bit of butter in there, stir it around, then he'll sing. Then he'll sing, mate. Mm. Ursula. And, and look, the villains aren't exempt from this. I'm not the bad guy, right? Spaghetti, tomato and chilli. A simple dressing, a bed of spaghetti. It's got to be fresh spaghetti, right? Maybe you, you you get like a you make a squid ink pasta with it if you want if you've got the time if you've got the time but just make sure you use fresh spaghetti and those those little Ursula rings oh gorgeous finally Prince Eric I'd have him sliced and served as like a charcuterie thing with some manchego cheese some gouda because he'd be quite a salty meat and I think that would go well with a hard cheese. Pair that with some cantaloupe as a bit of a uh, a palate cleanser towards the end. Because if you've had all that in one night, you're going to be pretty full. I don't have a vendetta against sea creatures. I may have called them all right-wing and delicious, but the truth is, you know, I love going to aquariums. You know, um, I love marine life. I love all things nautical. I genuinely want to live by the sea um, as soon as possible. I, I, I want to live by the sea more than anything. Um, my kids love an aquarium. They love going to sea life. So we took them to sea life. Um, but unfortunately, I had a bit of a negative experience. It was one of those sort of humbling, oh my God, I'm 35 moments, you know? You know when you go to that bit and you've got that sort of floor to ceiling window onto the uh, the big sort of tank where you've got all these beautiful sea creatures swimming around in glorious harmony. You've got your sharks and your turtles and your, and your eels, and it's it's just, it's magical. You've got that background music playing, and it's just huge. And imagine, right, you know, my kids, you know, they're like toddlers. The the sight of that, absolutely mind-blowing. And, and there was a girl there giving a talk, 
Um, and she was giving a talk on the different sea life and stuff. And I was learning loads. And it was fascinating and it was great. And I fancied her immensely. She was beautiful, right? And we're walking through and we cross paths later on. And you know what that, you know the look when you get it. You know the look. And the, and the high. It's not just a, it's not just a high. It's a hi. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like a, I see you. I see you. And I'm like, wow, I've got her attention here. Sometimes a little bit of attention's nice. All right? That's what I'm saying. Sometimes a little bit of attention's nice. Yeah? 35, got a failing podcast. Leave me alone. Right? So um, that look was like, oh, wow, okay. Hey. Just, that sounds flirty. That sounds flirty. It's been a while, but, you know, I think I still recognise flirtiness when I hear it. Um. And then I hear this really high-pitched little, ah, yeah, coming from just above. My one-year-old sat on my shoulders. She's not talking to me. She's talking to him. Humbling. Humbling. <laughs> Enjoy your life. Nearly ready, just need to chop the onions. You look lovely. Is that a new dress? Bottle opener. Uh, oh, there you go. But you don't know how to use <laughs> You need to charge your phone, no problem. Uh, right, here is your bottle cap and your knife. There you go. Have I got any, what, conduct? No, God, you still use those? No, 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 lemon. And after this, I'm gonna show you how to grow your own using just a piece of tin foil and peanut butter. Where are you going? All right, I'm on a bit of a roll this week, okay? I'm feeling good. And despite how hungry I am, this is going very well because I haven't even shared with you the best bit. Moving on from mermaids and sea life now, we move on to the amphibian world and the chocolate world. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about the Freddo. Let's get into it. Because I am about to single-handedly save the Freddo and give it a whole new generation of customers. What's the problem with the Freddo? One, two, three... Too bloody expensive, thank you. It used to be 10p, it used to be 15p, it used to be 5p. Depending who you ask, do you know what I mean? It, it, you know, it used to be 25, it used to be 15, it used to be 10, it used to be, you know, half a shilling, I don't know. But this is a real problem. Now, kids today are fine with the Freddo. They ain't paying for it, I'm paying for it. So I got a problem. I need the Freddo to start showing me some more value and show me some more respect as a taxpaying citizen. What they need to do is expand their range. Kids are happy with the Freddo and the Caramel Freddo as they are. Okay, do we still have Caramel Freddos? Can someone verify? Can a, can a nerd please reply on the comments? Thank you. Do, do they still sell Caramel ones? They were good. They were good. What you need is a grown-up version. Okay, so let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me break it down for you. I'm thinking. You know the, the Cadbury's dark milk you get, which is like a slightly richer version of dairy milk? It's just a little bit more... Mm, just a bit more, mm, a bit more grown up. You get that sort of darkish blend of dairy milk that's just a little bit richer, okay? You fix the bloody size because it ain't me getting bigger, it's them getting smaller. You re return the Freddo to its original size, thank you. You do that next, you understand? I want it, give it some, give it some chunk. Give it some chunk, some bite, you understand? And then, this is where I'm going to divide the crowd now. Out come the trolls, a layer of mint fondant running through the middle. Give me 
that that tasty, sexy, refreshing little layer of mint, that little after-dinner twist, yeah, that touch of sophistication, yeah? So you've got your, your dark milk chocolate. Not dark, that's too far. Not dark chocolate, that's too far. Your dark milk chocolate. Layer of mint. Beautiful. Now, Fred himself, I think he just, like, wears a yellow T-shirt with his, with his knackers out and all that kind of stuff. You put him in a suit. Don't give him a monocle and a top hat, because then... Monopoly will come after you. Just just, just sharp suit, okay? Make it purple, right? Cadbury's branded, whatever you want. Do what you want. I'm, I'm not the marketing guy. Go on. This is the genius part. The name. Frederick. Yeah? He's grown up. He's grown up. Let's grow up with him. You know what I mean? Let's grow up with him. And then when we're all elderly in 30 years' time... We change it to just Fred and fill it with popping candy and Viagra. This could run on for years. This is how to politely leave a party. Go to the kitchen, get the ketchup and hide. Call the emergency number on the back of the bottle. Tell them you found the ketchup in the fridge. Police will come and arrest the homeowner for being a pervert. The house will be evacuated and declared a crime scene. And you get the place to yourself. Horse piss! Right, I'm going to uh, I'm going to leave you with uh, another episode of um, AI biographies because um, I'm really enjoying sharing them with you again and getting some fresh sort of feedback on them. And I don't know if this series will come back because in in the time that I've sort of been re reposting these, AI has changed again so much. And there are things you can do now that I was painstakingly trying to recreate a year ago. You know, a year ago I did that sketch. Um, teaching Piers Morgan to whistle. Well, because of AI now, you can do what I did in that sketch in minutes. It took me a day. It took hours and hours and hours of meticulous editing. I had to listen to Piers Morgan interviews for a whole afternoon just to get the audio that I needed for that sketch. It took me so long to put it together. And, um, and now because of AI, you can just, anyone can say anything. So um, if I record enough of these podcasts, someone's going to use use my voice. Don't, don't, by the way. I'm not putting ideas in your head. Don't, deplete, da, 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 da. no, 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 no. Because I'll, I'll find you. Oh, mate, I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> AI biographies. Um, here's another episode for you. Watch them all on the channel whenever you want, of course. Here you go. <laughs> Anne Hathaway is an American actress and singer. Some of her best-known roles include Princess Mia in The Princess Diaries 2 and Jake Gyllenhaal in The Devil Wears Prada. Anne Hathaway got her first taste of show business in a two-year stint in federal prison on charges of firearm possession and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. I kept hitting him until he fell down bleeding everywhere and they had to call paramedics because he was unconscious for like eight minutes straight which is really scary when someone's unconscious because sometimes they don't wake up again. Hathaway says she learned a lot about herself during his two-year stint in federal prison. I'm just like any other actor with a job and a family except my job is 
punching people in the face. Her superpowers are stingers and flight. Her superpowers are stingers and flight. She enjoys playing the ukulele. Her favorite movie is Dumbo. She has a tattoo. She has two tattoos. Her zodiac sign is five feet seven inches. Her weight is brown. Her favorite color is burgers. Her superpowers are stingers and flight. Her superpowers stingers and flight. She sold her house for almost three million dollars. Hathaway has been an environmentalist since childhood, so when it came time to sell these properties, she made sure they were going to people who would set fire to them. Sure, she might not have any superpowers in the traditional sense, she mostly just flies and shoots stingers from her hands, but Anne Hathaway is an actor. Her superpowers are stingers and flies! Anne likes to treat herself to chocolate chip cookies. Once she eases into a state of relaxation, she can relax even further with some wine or neat vodka. And if none of those things are available, she will be happy to settle for ketamine. Never give up on your dreams! If you're planning on giving up on your dreams, then Anne Hathaway will find you and kill you. She'll draw pictures of your murder and then send them to your parents. To reach your dreams, follow these simple tips from Anne. The first step is simple. Commit graphic violence against whoever told you not to pursue your dreams. You could go to college and get a job, but that's just boring. Dreams. 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 Your dream. Your All right, that'll do. Um, I'm hungry. I've been talking about fish, manchego cheese, chocolate. I gotta get out of here and eat something, man. It is too late. It's too late in the day. It's too late in my life. Um, to be doing this nonsense. But thank you so much for watching and subscribing. If you haven't already, make sure you follow and subscribe wherever it is you're listening to this, if it's YouTube, Spotify, whatever. And let me know where you're enjoying it as well. I need to know, right? These algorithms are horrible. You know they are, right? You know, help me out. Joe Rogan don't need you. I do, okay? Um, YouTube.com slash Chris Devon for all the new videos, all the new sketches. Um, you know, I'm posting on there all the time, so leave me comments and let's have a chat, okay? But for now, off you go. Watch The Little Mermaid. Get yourself some lemon butter sauce. Mm. Then Sebastian will sing the little... Yeah, man. Um, I'll see you next week. Brush your teeth. I'll see you.